Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Digna. Welcome to Relationships. We're a couple having a few. Right now we're sitting facing some old school beer, and we'll get back to that in a second. Today's episode, we're going to talk about how I met your mother. Not your mother, if you're the listener, but the mother of my child. So maybe he'll listen to this one day and laugh or just roll his he eyes. He can't listen to this for a while. It's shenanigans. Yeah, so he'll, he'll probably roll his eyes when he's finally uh, going to listen to it anyway. Well, he already says gross when we kiss. So he's, yeah, he's not yeah. He's not going to listen. We're not going to be cool enough. Cool being five years old and thinking kissing's gross. Little, <laughs> little does he know what's in his future. So we're kind of going back to a another millennium before Y2K happened, and we're going to talk about how we got together. So the year was 1997. He got it right. It was actually late 1997. And before we were officially dating, our first date, uh, there was the fair, the, the Brevard County Fair. And it was like maybe October or so. And I tried to invite one of my friends, but he, I think he got in trouble. Like he got caught smoking or something ridiculous like that. So he was not like, in a private yeah. Christian school. Yeah. So he totally got grounded. And my mom kind of knew, well, when you're 15, 16, I was 16 at that time. Um, but when you're 15, 16, you know, girls are really all you think about. So I'm, I'm, I don't even know how I was able to do algebra and any sort of other schooling. I did it for you. Oh, no, wait, not yet. <laughs> not yet, not no. Yet. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Gosh. That was, a, yeah, that so, was later. <laughs> yeah, so so I was uh, always thinking about girls, that kind of thing. And my mom was like, hey, what about Digna? You know, if she knew who I liked and things like that. And I was like, nah, well, and and since my mom knew Digna's mom, we kind of talked. So we went to the fair together. And it wasn't a date because we weren't dating, but it was a date because um, apparently... Because I mean, it, it was a date in the year of our there, Lord, there 1997. Was, yes, exactly. <laughs> so we went and uh, now I know a lot more about her, obviously, but she gets she's prone to like motion sickness and things like that. So she must've really had a crush on me because we rode the, the Gravitron. We got one of those, uh, those unlimited bracelets, you know, where you can ride all the rides as many oh, times yeah, as you want. Yeah, he splurged in 1997. Yeah, so it was probably all like $10, but you could ride all the rides as many times as you wanted. So I think we rode the Gravitron. Too many times. It had to be at least five I think times. I was going to say at least four. Yeah, so, I mean, it was like a ridiculous amount of times that we rode this same ride over and over and over. And, I mean, she seemed she seemed to be cool with that. And then we watched a demolition derby. He thought it was cool that I was just quiet because I was trying to not die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, she's she's really cool. Like every, I want to get on the Graviton. She's so cool. chill. Little wanna, did he know I'm not chill. Uh, I was just super sick. I want to eat, <laughs> eat deep fried butter. And she <laughs> ate that too. No, we, <laughs> we didn't do the deep fried butter, but... But We're yeah, way so, classier than that. We uh, talked about that last time. Yeah, so we uh, we went to the demo derby and all that kind of stuff, and that was the the first date. There was no smooching at the end of the date, anything like that. Yeah, gross. Yeah, actually, no. I ended up kind of getting in trouble that night or day or whatever because my pager was going off, and I didn't call home in like many hours, and mom was really mad. Yeah, so it was it was a date ish, but. 
yeah, no smooching, but I, I did get yelled at. Yeah, because she didn't have a cell phone or definitely didn't have a cell phone. But Because it and, was 1997. Yeah, and couldn't find a, a payphone in the middle of the fairground. <laughs> so, I mean, we could have waved to the house. It wasn't that far away, but, you know. So that yeah, that was our first date. Once again, unofficial first date because we weren't together. My mom credits herself as the one getting us together because of that time at the fair. Maybe she's right. Maybe she's wrong. I don't know. <laughs> so flash forward to November of... That's, not, that's not a big flash, but yeah, a whole yeah, month later. <laughs> yeah, 97. And once again, before we do that, like I mentioned, we're going old school. So we're going to drink a little bush beer brewed in the USA, St. Louis, Missouri. So we're going to go ahead and open up our bush beer because this is an old school story and we need our old school beer. I didn't say good beer, but you know, here we go. Old school bush. Mm. Tastes like cold. Sadness. I don't know. I, I mean, Tastes it's like cold. It's cold and it's... Ish. I don't know. Has this been I, sitting out for a minute? It's like it's like. I mean, literally a minute. It, it, it's been out <laughs> just long enough. How's it say, so bad? Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'm spoiled now with my beer. But there you go. I got. I've got my bush here. I guess if it were about, I don't know if it came out as a slushy, then it would be delicious. Maybe I don't know. No. But I don't think we can get it to be uh, that cold. So, <laughs> as we sip our fine American mm. product, no longer an American product, a Belgian product. So the, I guess the official, when we started going steady, I did air quotes. So those work really well on, uh, on audio only format. So, so here we go. Listen to that. You heard that? He did. Uh, It was like seven times. Those are my joints. So if you heard that, then that's how I know I'm getting old. If you didn't, then I'm still young. (laughs) forty. So the first, uh, Digna's better with the next step because I was just kind of the the goofy teenager. So when did we officially make our intentions known? Oh, to I thought another? you were going to say, when do we officially um, make out? And I was going to no. say, no, uh, no, no, no comment. TMI. Um, no. no, officially, well, we made our, we have made our dating anniversary November 20th. So I guess it would have been then just because that was the first specific date we remembered. And that was thanks. It was, it wasn't a Thanksgiving, like a family day Thanksgiving at our school where we put on a whole but was, production. But it, but it was a bit before, a bit before that there was. Or a, was that the actual date of the carnival? Bro, I have no fair. idea. No, no, the fair was earlier. There was the, oh yeah, there was the Jen Daniels thing. Oh yes, yes. Well, that was, I think the Jen Daniels thing happened before we went on the fair date because I told Jen Daniels that I like this boy named Joey. And so Jen Daniels ran and told Joey that I liked him and it was super embarrassing. But I think that's kind of where maybe your mom got a little bit of wind of that because that was, I want to say that was during science fair. So I don't know. You got me. It's a blur. It was a billion years ago, but yeah. So our, our official official would have probably started around Thanksgiving when we had this family day and we put on a production and we had our families come and we had Thanksgiving lunch and it was great and everyone's getting along and the the show was good. We did, what was it, the, the cat in the hat? Yeah, I believe yes, so. Yes, I was the fox and weren't you, the, I was, I was, you were the friend that I doesn't was, have a name. Yeah. The annoying friend that's like, eat this, eat that. And the cat's like, I don't want it, damn it. 
No, no, the it's not cat in the hat. No, so so. Oh no, green eggs and ham. It was green eggs and ham. Oh, what did you say, cat in the hat? I did this. Oh, cat I, yeah, in the hat. my brain said green eggs and ham. Yeah, so <laughs> so there's Sam, who's the one who's like, you know, do you like green eggs and ham? So the the unnamed character, honest, uh, Desmond has a little audio slash video book. I don't even know what you call it, where you get to tap on the words. It's like a learning thing for kids, and they they call him Sam's friend. Sam's friend. <laughs> So I was Sam's friend. I was the, I do not he like was, green yes, eggs and he ham. He was the grump. He yeah, was so. the grouchy. I don't want this. And, you know, look, it's just food dye. Just eat it. Anyway, yeah. So we had this green eggs and ham. We put on a whole thing. I shook my little foxy tail around because fox in a box and yeah, socks she did. and whatever. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we had our lunch afterward with family. And in comes my grandma. My grandma, I love my grandma. Sam's grandma. Oh, Sam, yeah. So grandma comes sauntering in and she wants to hear about this boy that Digna likes. And where is this boy? Because she's, grandma's very um, opinionated and loving, but very opinionated. And she's like, she's the human equivalent of Everclear. I mean, she's like right there, like, right. I mean, like, bam, like, gotcha. So, so there's no, if you've ever had Everclear, it does not pull any punches and, uh, for, for better or it for is worse. It's obviously there. So, yeah. So here comes grandma and she's asking me, who's this kid? Who's this boy? Yada, yada. And here comes big, tall, six foot, maybe one-ish at that point, yeah. you know, kind of, kind of skinny, yeah, he's 16, you know, Joey. Oh, Joey, he's so cute. And here comes Joey and he's going to be grandma and grandma looks at him and grandma looks at me and grandma looks at me again and looks at him again and straight up just says, but Digna, he's white. Like I wasn't standing there. Like he wasn't standing that's there. Not, that's not how I remember. I remember it as he's white. Oh yeah, I guess maybe that that's was more how, of a question. That's how I remember it. Like, like she was unsure if he was white as well. She had to double, triple check just to make sure because why would I make that decision? By the way, I'm not white, obviously. I guess that's not obvious because this is a radio show. Um, <laughs> I am not white. white. My grandmother's Puerto Rican. Uh, so that my mom's side, half of the family's Puerto Rican. Dad's side is Dominican. So I'm very not white. Joe is very white. And so that was not a problem. Well, just kind of, a my mom is white Rican and my dad is white Minican. So, but mostly white. But mostly white. So yes, it wasn't necessarily a problem so much as a state of confusion. She was just confused. Why white? Why? And I mean, how I, white and why sound really, <laughs> really, really close I, to one another. I learned through several meetings later on in years that I feel like I made a really good decision. I, a, a long time ago, made a really good decision that white was, was for me. And, so. and white not. <laughs> and white not. <laughs> Going to enjoy, once again, some air quotes here. Enjoy another sip of this quality freak, bush. Freak. Mm. Yum. I feel like I need to brush my teeth. So that was that was how we first got together. And that's how we made our official dating anniversary, November 20th to not 201997. <laughs> 201997. So I don't know, what's that, like 100,000 years from now? Basically, <laughs> yeah, it's basically in the future and in the past and through the wormhole. There you go. 
And the uh, other thing, now that we're drinking kind of a... a Gross beer. A nostalgic beer. I was mm. going to go nostalgic mm. beer. Mm. Grossly nostalgic. So, I was so gonna, nostalgic. I was going to go with uh, a nostalgic, momentous event. Uh, the first time that I was drunk. And it was actually near that time. I was a part of this story, too. That's how old we are. Yes, that's how, that's how <laughs> long. So at our school, we had to do a science fair. There was the Brevard County Regional Science Fair. With the science fair project, I decided the there was a two-year project. So if you got any recognition the first year, they pretty much automatically were like, hey, is there any way you can continue the project so you can like squeeze we another... We got a good thing. Let's you know, keep it going. Like squeeze another medal out of the second year. So my first year project, I pretty much put gasoline inside of a cheap lawnmower, like a certain amount of gasoline, and I pulled it and I timed it. So I, you know, you just put like I, I don't even remember the measurements, but I, I, I tried with the the cheap gas, and you know, you pull it, let it run, just don't do anything with it, and once it started, put, 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 you, you know, the, you stop the timer right there. Very scientific. Very scientific. Well, you know, I, I feel like it was fairly scientific because I did it ten times with just your regular standard. 87 octane and then i did some mid-grade the same thing and i did high test so so were you drinking this gasoline well no <laughs> that was the that was the first year the first year there was gasoline only uh, obviously you know as not a scientist or an engineer or anything like that you know mostly doing these because it was compulsory so i did my project and you know I, I found out that the cheap stuff worked the best in my engine so, and that was my project. And I think I got like a third place or something like that. So the next year, they're like, hey, is there any way you can make this project go further, faster, whatever? So I had been reading about ethanol, which ethanol, if you're not familiar with, is the same thing that you drink in this high quality product of Bush beer. H2O beer. So the alcohol that we drink is ethanol. So there are a lot of things talking about alternative fuels and you know trying to get away from fossil fuels using ethanol as a possible thing. So once again, going back to her grandmother being, uh, uh, what did I say, Everclear? Mm-hmm. Everclear is pretty much Lammable. ethanol. I mean, that is just almost pure ethanol. So, you know, that's the stuff we drink, the stuff that kills brain cells, etc. So the next year, I did a project where I was mixing... I had my regular old gasoline again, same janky old lawnmower, um, and I had my gasoline. And that probably sitting in the yard for the whole year. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, it started right up, and I would time it, and as it started to sputter, I'd stop the timer, and I would just mark my results. And the next year, I, I won't, I won't say where I got it from, but I, I did get a source. I, I do, I did have a source, or I should say, a family member had a source for. Uh, moonshine and so i would mix the moonshine with the gasoline in in very various mixtures so obviously those engines aren't made to run on moonshine so it's not going to run that Neither well humans though i mean yeah I'm, I, yeah exactly nothing should ingest that 
So, but, but, you know, if you altered the engine somehow, I'm not, I'm not a mechanic once again, but if you altered the engine somehow and you made it run on moonshine, then it might be able to run by itself on moonshine. It might run very well, but because it's not made for that, you start mixing gasoline with anything that's, you know, not gasoline. It's not going to run that well. Huh. So I was Shocking. mixing it and yeah, so the results were just regular gasoline worked better in a cheap engine. So there's my two year project. I don't think I got any medals the second year, but whatever. I'm sure the scientists or the yeah. judges weren't shaking their heads well, well, the in thing was, despair you know, at all. I, I knew that it was moonshine. I knew what alcohol did. I had never really had alcohol before. So this is, once again, roughly 16, 17. And on Wednesdays, we had at, we'd had we go to church and we'd have youth groups. So we went to school together, but we also went to church together. And of course, Wednesday, that's when I got to see my girlfriend outside Without of school. Without and, and teachers. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it, I mean, it was still you know, a church setting. So it wasn't like, you know, that laid back, but it was more laid back than actually at school. And uh, that was a big day for us. So I, I, it's like our date night. Exactly. It was, it was our weekly date night and you need, and you know, that's what's important in a relationship. You need to make a date night. (laughs) When you're going out, when you're 14, 15, 16, I always thought that was the weirdest term. I still do. So-and-so and and -and so-and-so are going out. I mean, I guess now maybe they have more opportunities, but literally, as a 14-year-old 20-something years ago, I was not going out anywhere. I was sitting in my room hoping he'd call before the time that I was not allowed to talk on the phone anymore. That's it. That was going out. That's going we, out. So we stayed in. I know, and that's, I mean. It was, it was so ironic. I don't prefer the term going steady, but I feel like that's somehow more accurate than going out because we never really went out at that point. But anywho... I, I went ahead and I was at home and I grabbed this. It was like a big plastic bottle of like, I don't know, like rot gut, like ABC, like mm. cheap, cheap liquor bottle. But that's what they put the moonshine in. And I was like, you know what? I want to know what this alcohol thing's all about. So, I, I mean, I was that was my biggest scientific... All these adults out here drinking that alcohol, that bush and that Bud Light. Yeah, that, some that, of that. That was my biggest scientific discovery ever. So I I grabbed the bottle and My I tolerance. and I full on like I I just bottoms up like as much as I could until I could feel just like that gag reflex come and I stopped I was like and I'm like mm. spitting in the sink mm-hmm. and about five minutes later I'm like did I not do it right <laughs> I was like because I don't feel anything it was because it was only five minutes later. And so I was like, here okay, you are look. needing instant gratification, yeah, not so realizing there, that this is a, this is a honed technique. Exactly. So then I went ahead and I did it again. And that time I was like, I was really close to just like actually vomiting. So I was like, you know what? I don't care if it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's that. Flash forward of when it actually kicked in, I was just in my room. You know, I think I had like a video game system at the time or something. So I was playing the video game maybe, or maybe I was just watching TV. I don't remember. And I got up. I was like, oh man, I got to go to the bathroom. And when I got out of bed, I was like, uh-oh. And I it's was like a night dizzy. of shots. I was dizzy. I was clumsy. I was, I'm not even sure the whole thing was. I was like, oh my gosh. And I fell in the hallway on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Like, oh my God, oh my God. So I know what time my mom got home. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally, this must be what alcohol and drunk is like. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm in so much trouble. So I like brushed my teeth. You do not you know. want to fast forward being drunk. Yeah, so, exactly. So I just like, I just brushed my teeth. And I sat on the couch because I knew my mom was going to be home in a couple minutes. And I just sat there and I pretended to be sick. 
Like, did you pretend or were you indeed no, sick? I, no, I don't think I was that intoxicated to the point of like actually being mm. nauseous. But I was just like so dizzy. I was yourself. like, there was no way I was going to go anywhere. So, you know, it's like, oh, mom, I'm just not feeling well. Like, And she knew I couldn't be faking being sick because she knew it. At that point, she knew I had a girlfriend and there's no way I'm not going to go see my girlfriend and, you know, all that stuff. So, so my mom actually was like, okay, you know, stay home, all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, oh my God. Because, I mean, I was paranoid. I was like, oh my God, she's totally going to see through my BS and know that I'm like, I've been drinking and all this stuff. So I I don't think I touched alcohol again for years. But yeah, I mean, that was the first time and it was, yeah. You know, really slick teenagers, maybe now because their cell phones and whatnot, especially because we lived relatively close to each other, not like super close, but close enough that teenagers who want to give it a go or make any attempt to get together, we could have, like, he could have called me and I could have been like, oh, I'm sick. And then we both would have stayed home. We could have met up somewhere, whatever. I, you know, in retrospect, I never even would have thought to do anything like that because I didn't have a car. Was, you didn't have a car. We're, I know, but we were going to mosey away. to one another. Yeah. We, that's all teenagers do well, is like, mosey. It's Mo- like two teenagers. miles away from each other. So a so mile what, away was like, walk what, a mile. Canal? Sure. Um, what, Glen Cove? No, is like right up on you. Well, either way, it could have been done, but no, we were good children. We just wanted to see each other at church. And so I was, I don't, I, I can't specifically remember that night, but I'm sure that I wore my coolest polo shirt and my coolest like marshmallow shoes that I had at the time. And you know, like those really like, they were like six inch platform sneakers. Oh, there, oh, that, that, oh I didn't the, know. Remember, do you remember that girl that we went to go school with? She like busted her knee. She was dancing in one of those shoes, in those shoes. And to her knee, she, she was very, very, very thin. And her knee just like popped out of joint. I remember. And it was at church on a Wednesday. She was dancing around at church and her knee just went the wrong way. And it was horrendous because these big shoes were like six inches of squishy, not even like they weren't even like good sneaker rubber. Yeah, they were like marshmallowy. Anyway, yeah. So I'm sure that I had my best church approved yet most inspired by the movie Clueless outfit I could have put together, and was super disappointed because Joey wasn't there. Uh, so I, I mean, we talked about this beforehand. So it's not as ridiculous as my drunken experience, but. Because she waited till she was an adult, so not on purpose. Well, well what, I wasn't trying to be good. It just so so. What was your first rose. actual drinking experience? Roughly how old and all that stuff. So I would have been probably nineteen, um, and I don't exactly remember the exact first time, but the first time I specifically can remember being drunk and being paranoid about it was at a party. I was in the army already. Like I said, I was 19. I was living in the dorms with a girlfriend of mine, Jen Baker. Love you. And we went to a house party, randomly got invited to a house party by a classmate of ours. It turns out this this house party was nobody in the army, nobody we knew. I don't even know how we got an invitation, but I'm pretty sure it was a household full of Swedish folks. Don't know why um, we went to that party, but I ended up having, uh, no lie, probably 
three drinks max and I was gone. And I remember my lovely friend who had not drank that night because she was a little bit old, is a little bit older than I am and probably was over it by that point. Um, she took me home. You just called Jen an old lady? No, I said she's an older lady than I am. Because <laughs> I am an old lady. But she ended up she drove. She was perfectly sober. Um, she drove us back to base, but I was paranoid, terrified that I was going to be found out because in order to get on base, you have to stop at the gate, show your ID, you know, act like a normal person. And here I am with my bug eyes, 19 year old. Oh my God, I'm drunk face showing my ID thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to find out. They're going to know they can already tell they can smell it on me, whatever. Anyway, I don't even really remember the whole night itself, not because I was so drunk, but because my memory is horrendous. But I do remember well, it driving. It was like almost 20 years It was. Ago, so. We drove up the hill to the base, showed my ID, and she was like, just relax, chill out. Like <laughs> She probably, yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't have ever blamed her for never wanting to drink around me or invite me to anything ever again because I was that lame. And yeah, so we ended up going back to base and I'm sure I slept it off just fine because like I said, it was all of three drinks and we probably left at a very reasonable time because we were children. So yeah, that was, that's the first experience I remember being drunk and being scared about it. Good times. So obviously I was the bad boy because I was a teenager when I was, dr- <laughs> oh. when I was hardcore drinking hey, I was still that 19. one time. I mean, that's a but, teen, but you weren't even under your parents' care. You were in the army. So, I mean, that's, you were practically an adult. I was, I, I was practically possibly going to have something paycheck. that resembled a mustache. A whole... I mean, that's where I was <laughs> age-wise. Like, yeah, yeah, my stash is coming in good, and I have like three hairs on my chin. Yeah, I'm a man. Yeah, I definitely don't remember that. And then my voice would crack every so often. So I'm a man. Exactly. I'm a man. Well, we're going to go to our pod decks. Once again, I did buy some decks of cards that they are pretty much specifically for podcasts. I have read through one or two of them, but I want to kind of not spoil it for us. So I'm going to flip the card over right here on the air. I already shuffled him, but I'll give a little, you can. They're actually there. They're not like his air quotes. That they're, are not there are actual actually cards. There. Yeah, you can hear that. That's, that was my knuckles. Those weren't cards. So I'm going to flip it over. You have $1,000. You have to donate or create a cherry charity. What do you do? What do you do, Hotshot? What do you do? <laughs> am I going through the work of creating a charity, or am I just going to find a charity that I already like and give them $1,000? Mm, I don't see any sort of uh, table of contents or an index on this <laughs> card, so this um, is what we have to work with. I'm lazy. If you haven't met me, I'm I I try to do I try to be as efficient as possible. How about that? I'm not lazy. I'm just efficient. So I would most definitely find a charity uh, and donate the money because they have already done the legwork. Like, why am I gonna? If I only have the thousand dollars, why hundred thousand? Oh, you said a thousand. I said a hundred thousand. You have a hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna listen to this. Later you have to donate a hundred thousand or create a charity. Okay. What do you do? Hmm. What do you do? Okay, that's different. A hundred thousand dollars. I would actually probably do the legwork to start my own charity. I think. I mean, yeah. I guess I would. I guess I would create my own because then I feel like I could do a lot with that hundred thousand dollars versus the thousand I thought you said. Um, what the charity would be? 
I don't know. It would probably probably be veteran related, I think. Veteran or veterinarian. Either way, it's vet related. Ooh, veterans wanting to become veterinarians. Sure. Start your start your uh charity. Yeah, not not specifically animals for veterans, like service animals, but it would yeah, that would be cool. Veterans yeah. who want to learn how to be vets. So Vets say, becoming vets. There you go. From vet to vet. So vet, once vet. once again I have a hundred thousand dollars I have to donate or create a charity, what would I do? Once again, I've not seen this card before coming on the air now. So I don't think, to me personally, I don't think $100,000 is enough to create a charity. I mean, I'm wrong, obviously, because people have done a lot more with a lot less. But maybe with the whole being lazy and all that kind of stuff and and doing the legwork, I'm probably not going to do any of that legwork myself. He's a bad person. Yeah, but you know, well, I feel like there's a... There are plenty of charities that you can donate if, to. If, you don't have to exactly, reinvent like, the wheel. Like if you look at every charity that that is for, say, dogs, like, you know what? There are dogs that are in need. They have Greyhound Rescue. They have just regular rescue. Yeah, I guess they, if you think about it, the startup I mean, costs and all that, you could just give it to someone who's already done all of that. So I, I, I and I know, I don't know exactly where it was, but I remember seeing at one point, you can see how much of the money, like how much every dollar you give goes towards what it is. And there are some that's like 30 cents of every dollar only, go, you know, goes to the, uh, you know, what it's meant to go to. Right. So one of those kind of things... Obviously, I would. I yeah, you, do, you would do your appropriate but, research well, like, to see you know, how much of your dollar is getting used. Yeah, so maybe a wounded warrior would. You know, that would be a great one. That would be a type of organization where my heart would go out to those fellow service members. Hey, you know, if you guys are listening, let me know what you guys would do with a hundred thousand dollars. Once again, you no, have you have this. You have to donate it, or you have to create your own charity. Let us know. There's some uh, good creative thoughts out there. Yeah. Let us know in the comments and uh, go ahead and subscribe and uh, we'll see you next time. This has been a Getting to Know Bruce presentation. Music provided by purpleplanet.com. That's purple-planet.com.